if you don't want to work, you can't come in here and expect a handout. Amen? Now, listen, we're going to have people in the days ahead. I, I have a heart of compassion. I want to help people. Right? But if three years from now they're still asking for a handout, that is not God's best. We all have to work hard, don't we? Okay, so the, the diligent will be made what? Rich. Here's another one. The diligent will bear rule. I want you to look at 1 Kings chapter 19. 1 Kings chapter 19. Then we're going to look at 2 Kings 2, but let's start with 1 Kings chapter 19. The diligent will bear rule. What's that mean? What do you think that means? They're going to be in charge. Here's what Abe said today. He, we, per, we used to pray together every Wednesday when he was at the radio station because his hours, he goes in early. He could leave. It wasn't an issue. Now he's got a new job. And for quite a while, he hasn't been able to come out here and pray with me on Wednesday morning for a little bit. But now all of a sudden, he can. And so he came in today, and we don't pray long because he needs to get back to work. His boss lets him do that. And I said, if, in the future, I says, if you can't come, don't worry about it. He says, no, it's not a problem. I go to work early, and I stay late. What is that? Diligence. Amen. Do you go to work early and stay late, or does Val? You're both diligent. I know that. You wouldn't have the business you have if you weren't. Um, here's a statement before we read. Well, let me read Proverbs 12, verse 24. It says, The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. If you're lazy, you'll be on the bottom. If you're diligent, you'll be where? On the top. A diligent man will never be without work. He will call the shots and set the standard. Okay? I was raised, thank God, God, I was raised, she was raised by the parents that worked hard, that were industrious. Her mom didn't drive a car, and, and, but, and she worked, she was a homemaker, but you should have seen what she did during the course of a day. How much canning did she do? Tons of it. She had a big garden. Her dad worked hard. My father had a business. He worked hard. My mother worked hard. I grew up walking watching my parents work hard and be an example for diligence. When I was young, I didn't want to work in an air-conditioned shoe store. I wanted to haul garbage. It's the best thing I ever did when I was in high school. I loved it. Learned how to chew tobacco and spit, cuss. That's before Jesus, Mike. <laughs> you, you, I, he was looking at me like this is before Jesus. I did other things too in the in the garbage truck, but I won't tell you about that. Oh, those were great days. But I, I chose to do that. But I I learned finally. I went back to work for my dad, who who, who worked so hard, and and uh, I I watched that, and and I I kind of hope that my boys have watched Kathy and I work hard, too, through the years. You know, if all you do is, you know, if you don't work, what are your kids, what example are you setting? 
Amen? Now, look at this. I was trying to think of a good example of the diligent will be in charge. And I looked at this this way. The diligence will have an anointing. And I want you to see this is where Elisha is called by Elijah. And I want to read verse 19. It says, So he departed from there and found Elisha, who was plowing with what? Twelve yoke of oxen before him. Do you think that would be difficult? <laughs> Two would be in the twelve. And he was with the twelve. So what did Elijah the prophet find Elisha doing? Real simple. Working. Okay. Then it says, <laughs> Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. Now, look at um, 2 Kings. Look over a chapter. We're talking about the diligent are going to be in charge. Well, we're going to find out what happened with Elisha. In 2 Kings chapter 2. Elijah's going to be called to heaven. And it says in verse 1, And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And then Elisha said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now this happened, you know, not only there, but at Jericho and the Jordan. And the same thing, Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and your soul lives, I will not leave you. But make a long story short, what happened to Elisha? What did he receive? A double portion. Elijah says, well, if you see me depart, then you know, you'll have that, that wish, that desire, and he did. Well, it all stems back, you know, I've, I really believe God gives everybody an opportunity in the body of Christ to be successful. But I think God really, He's looking for people that are going to set their hand to the plow. People that are going to be work, that are going to be industrious and work hard. Elisha did, and he had a, a double anointing, did he not? Okay, so that should, if you, if you want the anointing to increase on your life, then I would work on being more diligent, working harder, being constant. You know, not one day up, next day down, gloom, despair, agony on me, then back up. How many Christians are like that? They're yo-yo Christians. God can't bless yo-yo Christians. It's awful quiet. You're not yo-yos. I don't pastor yo-yos. I... <laughs> Amen? How many of you want an anointing on your life? Well, then, we're, then you're, you're going to have to this year especially. Do you know there, there are people that undoubtedly God is prepared to cross your path this year? And if you'll be diligent in the Word, diligent in prayer, diligent in church attendance, God can use you. And then when you pray on them, it won't be empty hands on empty heads. 
There'll be an anointing that will flow into someone. Amen? In Proverbs 12, here's the next law, the law of possession. Proverbs 12, 27 says, The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. My son roasts everything he brings in. I almost wish he wasn't so diligent. He skins it. He guts it, skins it, fill dresses it, the whole thing, butchers it. Micah takes the ducks and the geese out and does the same thing. At least I can stay in the house. I like to enjoy, you know, the fruit of their labors. But, you know, let me make this statement to hit home with this. Much of what, now listen, this is so good. Much of what you have right now can be traced back to a season of diligence. Much of what you don't have can be traced back to a lack of diligence. Let me say that again. Much of what you have right now can be traced back to a season of diligence. Much of what you don't have can be traced back to a lack of diligence. The problem is so many of these young people anymore, they want it now. So they use this little piece of plastic. And they charge up the credit card. I don't think that's diligence. I think that's just not wise. Amen? How many of you made a mistake with credit cards? How many learned your lesson? We all have. Amen? Diligence is the currency that we exchange for money. Diligence is the currency that we exchange for money. So the law of possession. The next law. A couple more. The law of prosperity. Look at um, Proverbs 21. This isn't so much like the, you know, diligence will make you rich, but there's something more here. Proverbs chapter 21. Look at verse 5. How many of you know there could be another, some, an area in your life you could be more diligent? I do. We all have areas. Well, just identify those areas and then work on it. Proverbs 21.5, it says, The plans of the what? Diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who's hasty surely to poverty. Here's, an here's another um, translation. Careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scurry puts you further behind. Okay? Diligent planning. Say it. Diligent planning. What's a pilot do before he takes off? What? Um, yeah. He files a flight plan. See? So, here again, you know, careful planning puts you ahead in the long run, but hurry and scurry puts you further behind. So, this pilot could have flown the same route thousand times, but what's he still have to do? He has to file that flight plan. That's why it's important. And, and Kathy is very good at this. She squirrels away money. I just let her do it. It benefits me in the long run, I guess. Right? But she knows how to budget money. And she's taught Caleb. She's taught Kaylee. She's taught Micah, maybe some of you, how to Put your money in envelopes. She's got an envelope system. And that's how she does it. 
and we were about ready to. She needs. She's let me buy a pickup about every time I needed a vehicle, and I've got almost one hundred ninety thousand on this one, and still running because Robert takes care of it, and she's due for a car. I think she's got. It's a two thousand. What is it? A twelve? I think, and um, it's getting miles up there, and and it we. <laughs> I'm tired of people complaining. The boys hate it because it just sits so low and it's uncomfortable. We're truck drivers in our family. She needs a car. I says, you're going to get the car. And I said, we need to go down and, and I want to go see Micah Salesman in Fremont where he bought his truck. And I said, well, you know, I'm thinking, well, how are we going to do this? And she said, would you be surprised if you knew I had the money in the bank? I said, no. And if I'd known that a while back, we'd been down there a lot sooner. But she don't tell me everything. She's real diligent about not telling me things. See? But why is the money in the bank? Because you don't tell. I don't spend your money. I got my antique money. But the money's there. Because she's... Instead of stopping making payments, she continued to pay herself a payment for years. So, do you see what diligence will make you rich? You've and I, I, I'm. We need to in the days ahead. We we've talked about that working with the younger ones with finances and and uh, you can learn how to you know Caleb and Kaylee. After all the college debt, they you're paid off, aren't you? Quite a while ago. Three years ago, $70,000 college debt. They lived in Kearney, and all your money that you made on your job went to what? Debt. He wasn't happy about it, but he is now because this young couple's not in debt. Amen? Micah bought a truck. He paid half down. Where do you think that's coming from, her? Diligence and a mother that exercises diligence, okay? The plan you've got. Careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scurry puts you further behind. The law of favor, one more. Proverbs 22. If you're there, look at Proverbs 22, verse 29. I mean, if I, I, I use this as an example. Rich, and Zach's not here tonight. Kayla's here, isn't she? You're seeing with the kids. You have three Culver's. Have you used any diligence the last few years to get those three Culver's? Long time. Tell everybody what you did. How did you start? What kind of vehicle did you drive for a long time as a business for somebody? Swans. Drove a Swans truck. How many of you let Swans people in the house and buy their stuff? Pretty good product. So you did that a long time, didn't you? Then you moved to the one in Norfolk, worked hard getting that established, and you were very diligent about getting somebody to help you do it, weren't you? That's just wise planning. He planned, 
And here Zach does a lot of the running, doesn't he? That's just smart, Rich. And so many people complain because they don't have. But because they don't work or exercise diligence consistently. Amen? Now look at this last one. Proverbs 22:29. Do you see a man who excels in his works or is prompt in his business? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Wow. Do you see a man who excels? In other words, goes to work early and stays late. You go out today and walk into a business. What do you, what do you see a lot of? Go to McDonald's. I'll make it easy for you. On their phone? Well, you, you, are you still Burger King once in a while or are you done there? Okay. Do you see other employees? It's terrible. And you wonder what's going to happen here in the days ahead. They're not going to be promoted, are they? No. Message Bible says it this way. People who are good at their work, skilled workers, are always in demand and admired. They don't take a back seat to anyone. Observe people who are good at their work. Skilled workers are always in demand and admired. They don't take a back seat to anyone. Now, when I, I've told you this, and I'm kind of proud of this. When I hauled garbage, I went so hard and so fast, they told me if I kept it up, they'd fire me. Typical city employee. No. Brad got it. <laughs> How about state highway worker? Twelve men, you know, standing around with one guy with a shovel. If you want favor to surround you as with a the shield, then work hard. If you don't want God's favor, then don't work hard. Amen. So tell me, what did you learn tonight? Work hard. <laughs> What were some of the laws? If you, work, if you work hard and exercise diligence, you can be rich. What else? You'll be an authority. Well, what do you do? What else? Okay. Amen? You'll have divine favor. Let's stand up tonight. I want to pray for two 